Hello and welcome to P is for Podcast, a podcast where Fiona and I talk about popsicles, popcorn, and a word that starts with P. Hey Fiona. Hey Claire, how are you? Oh, good. Glad to be potting. Happy to be here, ready to talk about some popsicles. It's good to be back. Do you want to explain to the listeners how we're going to address the the weeks that we missed during our hiatus? Yes, right now we're going to review three of the popsicles we missed. Then, in a later episode, we'll review the following three popsicles that we missed. And then, we'll be caught up. We'll be caught up. Good to have you all here. First round of popsicles. I would say that these are holiday themed. Definitely. The first one was marshmallow popsicles with hot chocolate. I feel like having it with the hot chocolate is essential. Although, like, even straight marshmallows is delightful. I love marshmallows. Did you, but you made like the good home one, made ones, yeah. Yeah, they were pretty good. I didn't, it's, if you have a really good blender, that, like a KitchenAid, sorry, brand name. We are sponsored by KitchenAid, <laughs> Cuisinart actually, I don't know. Um, you can really like whip those suckers up and make them really spongy. I did not have those tools, but they were still really good. It's just so delicious. It's like such a, mm. yeah. I, I love hot chocolate. We had so much hot chocolate over the holidays. We did. We started using it as like if someone wanted dessert. Mm-hmm. They would just have hot chocolate. And I had some good marshmallows there, but I didn't have any of, like, the big, thick slabs of yeah. homemade ones, which I love. Yeah. Which is, like, what your popsicle was. Yeah, essentially. So those were really good. That was really fun. And I actually um, did some shaved chocolate sort of over the top that, like, melted into it. So as you melted into your hot chocolate, you got a little extra kick. Nice. You made them for a social event, right? Yeah, for our house, um, uh, Secret Santa. That's so fun. Yeah. So it was like you got to make the popsicle and have them be used for like a festive occasion. Yeah, I know. It's so much, it's, that's, I love it when I can actually use the popsicles I've made because a lot of times the popsicles go un, unused. Yeah, luckily you can basically just like melt them. Yeah. It's not like super wasteful because they're mostly liquid. That's true. The other day I melted one of the pear ones into my water to have like a, remember? Yeah, that's good. Okay, then the next one was eggnog popsicles. Very holiday. Very holiday. I love eggnog. I love frozen eggnog. This did you try this popsicle? No, I don't think I did. Oh, I think Nana had it. Um, I just love eggnog. Do you like eggnog? I like it. I used to love it, but my tastes have changed definitely, and I don't like as rich of things as I used to as much. Do you like? Like I like it, but I don't love it. Honestly, when we had like several people's birthday cakes over the. Holidays, I felt that like after a small piece, it was already too much for me. Wow. And they tasted delicious, but I didn't used to be that way at all. I used to be able to eat a lot of rich food, and like I loved that taste. And I still really liked them, but I ha- had maybe like three sips of eggnog over the holidays in total because <gasps> I, I just didn't want more than that. I could drink a whole mug of eggnog, and I could have probably four thick slices of cake without feeling. I used to be that way too. I don't know what changed. It's weird. Growing up. <laughs> it's part of growing Losing up. Losing that childhood. But I also used to be like, how could people ever think food is too rich? Like, Yeah, I, I still used to... think that. When people say that, like you right now, I'm just in my head, I'm like... <laughs> I know. I would judge Pass. me too if I were in your position. But also... I mean, eggnog I is like you, rich in a different you way. You always in the morning, you're like, I just ate too much rich food yesterday and now I feel ill. Well, that is different than like... I No, I feel like I wake up the next day and I'm like, hmm... Just for my general well-being and arteries, I regret how much food okay. I ate yesterday. I thought it just made you feel sick to have eaten the rich food. Yeah, I feel like that's, yeah, that's fair. But in the moment, I never feel that way. It's never like okay. I could eat a whole thing of pizza and I'd be like, I 
that was amazing. I love that. Like eventually later I'll be like, oh, I don't know if that was like necessarily the smartest decision. But like in the moment, it's not a question of like richness or feeling too full. I could house okay. really I used, any food. I used to be like that too. I think that that moment just arrives sooner for me now than it used to. <gasps> but not about pizza. Never about pizza. Yeah, like I could just put so much pizza away. That's I'm so proud of that. That's like something that really impresses me about myself. When I would go to American Flatbread in Middlebury during college, I would truly transcend what I thought yeah. was possible in terms yeah, of like how much I would pizza. eat. Yeah, like pizza. One time I went there with my Russian seminar, and <laughs> I'm not going to speak in Russian, don't worry. Um, and... There were like nine of us, and I insisted that we order eleven flatbreads, and people was like, "You're crazy," and I was like, "Nope." Yeah, that's people so were like, "I can't contradict." People were like, "You're crazy," and I was like, "Guys, no, like we need to order eleven of them," and we ate all of them. That's awesome. Yeah. Classic. Uh, anyway, yeah. Shall okay. we? The last one. So the last pop school was exciting because it was um, connected to a, a recipe that I saw in a cookbook that I got for Christmas. So it's a blood orange and fennel. The popsicle itself was super bitter because the blood oranges that I bought that day were super bitter. Yeah, and the bitterness combined with the fennel taste. It was yeah. it like surprised my mouth. Yeah, definitely. I don't I don't think it tasted bad. Yeah. It just was a really intense flavor that I feel like flavors that the cuisine we're used to eating doesn't necessarily contain that often. Yeah, well fennel is really intense, but I think mostly the biggest thing about the popsicle is just that the the blood oranges were so bitter that you couldn't I couldn't really taste anything else except for the like intense bitterness of it but I made the cake that the the flavors were based on later and oh, the, the cake, cake that was in the cookbook mm-hmm. that inspired the popsicle and the cake was really nice and the fennel was really nice in the cake which I was surprised by because I don't really love fennel so I was actually I hope that I can try that sometime in the future yeah it's it was a, it was a solid solid um find of a cake because it's just really beautiful but yeah so those are the popsicles. I, they were all fun to make. Um, the eggnog one was definitely my favorite. Which, I mean, it's literally just pure eggnog. It's like, oh, so good. So good. Oh, yeah. Okay. And it was shaped like a fun little man. Yeah. Little man. Um, do you have a viewing recommendation? I do. It's very unoriginal, but I just would like to add my recommendation to the pile to tell people that they should, in fact, see this movie because I think the hype is worth it. Ooh. Okay. And it is the movie Roma by Alfonso Cuaron. And I... Uh, went to see it last week and several people had told me that it was like the best movie they had seen last year and when people tell me that things are the best blank I tend to shy away from them mm-hmm. but I decided to go anyway and um it was just really really lovely like very beautiful and sad um really well made and I and it was just interesting to watch I enjoyed it a lot and I know it got a lot of Oscar nominations last week um and I just wanted to say like if you are going to watch some of the art you're not gonna have time to watch all of the heavily nominated ones i would definitely recommend for that one to be one of them do you think it's important to see it in the theater versus like on your home yeah so it's it's on netflix right already already yeah Yeah, i went to the theater to see it and i think that i mean in general i always prefer to see things in the theater because i think it does it much more justice yeah definitely like also when i'm on my computer i often get distracted by not not to mention like the small scale of the screen makes the cinematography look different and everything but right. well, I mean literally everything about it looked different not just the cinematography but the the experience of going to the movie and being completely immersed in that without like looking at my phone or pausing yeah. it to get water or food I think I always prefer to watch movies that way yeah so I think for this one that might be like the crux of my recommendation is like if it's playing near you, you should go to the to the theater to see it nice sometimes I think about how 
quote on like directed the third Harry Potter movie and that's hilarious. So yeah. Also my favorite Harry Potter. Well, it's definitely like the artsiest one, I feel like. Yeah. Which makes sense. Definitely. But yeah. Um That's a good good rec. Yeah, definitely. It's I, kind of like a well duh. Like everyone thinks it's really good. But I I think it's worth like some of the movies that got nominated for Best Picture, I'm like, eh, like you could skip them. Yeah. I have skipped many of them and feel very comfortable with that. I only have one left to see, which is Green Book, which someone just told me yesterday was like written or produced by a Middlebury graduate or something. Really? I need to fact check that because they said it on the fly to me. Wow. I'm here. I'm curious to know what the truth is in that. Okay. I have a P word. Are you ready for it? Oh, I'm ready for it. It is. Peanut. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I eat peanut butter every day. Wow. Um, truly, I eat too much peanut butter for my health, probably. Mm. I don't know. That's I'm not a doctor. Who's to say? But I it wasn't always that way. I didn't use to eat it very often. And then I went through an almond butter phase. Yeah, I was going to say, is almond just higher in FODMAPs? That's why you don't have it, or...? Uh, um, almonds can, can be high in oligosaccharides if you eat too many of them. Oh, so almonds. I figure an easy way to limit that particular food sensitivity. Because, like, it's all just... I can eat some of it. It's just I can't eat too much of it. And yeah. I don't really know where that line is. And since I'm going to eat almonds and, like, energy bars and other things from time to time, yeah. I figure a good way to keep it... To be safer about it is um, just to eat peanut butter. Although peanut butter is so good. Yeah, it really is. I've been eating the... I used to be a huge pro, like, fake peanut butter fan. In the dining hall at Middlebury, all of the, like, crunchy people would, like, shame me mm-hmm. for eating the highly processed peanut butter when we had, like, the natural, just raw ground ground peanut butter there as well. But I've changed. Wow. This year I've been eating... This year, not 2019, sorry. Like, the last four months I've been eating, just, like, go to Whole Foods, get the... Straight up just ground peanuts, no, not even yeah. any salt. And it's just like, it tastes so good. It's crazy how just a one ingredient ground up could taste so incredible. It's so delicious. I also like the natural peanut butter, but growing up, anytime I arrived at the Batchelder's house, I would say hello to everyone, go take a spoon out of the drawer, go to the cabinet where they would always have Skippy peanut butter, take a huge spoonful and eat it. Because it's like my favorite thing in the whole world. And we didn't usually have that brand. Yeah, I just like, oh, with the blue lids. Oh, man. It's so delicious. It's so so delicious. I'm feeling really emotional right now. So good. So good. Yeah. Dangerous. Peanuts, I feel like the first thing we go to to is peanut butter. But they actually get used so well in so many cuisines where they're like well incorporated. That's true. But I don't really think like so much like Southeast Asian food has a lot of peanuts in it. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like there's an association with, like, West Africa using a lot of mm-hmm. peanuts. Yeah, like, soups, like, really good peanuts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think it's a New World crop, though. And then it was taken back to the African continent and planted a lot in West Africa because the soil conditions uh, suited it. Yeah, that makes sense. That's interesting. But, like, I associate it with those dishes as well. In the Middlebury Dining Hall, we had a peanut soup that was labeled African peanut soup, and then people pushed back on it because... Too they thought it was kind of like big. a weirdly general term and like why not just call it peanut soup yeah and so they changed it but it was controversial for yeah. sure i um also think of president carter 
He was a peanut farmer. <laughs> he was. I love him. I know. I love that article about his life now where he just, like, eats all of his meals on, like, paper plates and, like, just has watermelon every day. <laughs> I love it. I did not read that article. It's it's hilarious. He, yeah, he fascinates me. Yeah. But he had to, I think they had to sell their peanut farm. Really? I think so. I'm not sure. <sighs> yeah. Wow. Peanuts. Love them. Is it weird that I associate pre- former President Carter and Mr. Rogers? Yeah, that seems... Like, they're strongly linked seems, in my mind. Yeah, that seems... I don't know why. That seems correct. I feel like they kind of look... I feel like, like they both wear cardigans. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. That's probably not... I don't know. I feel like when he was president, he just wore suits. <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> All suits look the same. That's crazy. Not exactly the same, but like pretty much the same. Tom Haverford would be so angry at you. Yeah, right but like now. think about how many different types of dresses there are. Oh, you mean just the variety of like the cut of the Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there's not as certainly not as much variation. That makes me so sad. That's why I like it when men at award shows take a risk and wear something. Yeah, me too, me too, me too. <clears throat> I agree. Except for when Timothy Chalamet recently wore oh, like my God. That strange, like, leather rigging on his torso. Yeah, I didn't like I that. I kind of thought it looked good, and on the other hand, I was, did not, I was kind of repulsed by it. Yeah. I it was agree. a dual reaction, which yeah. is probably what makes it good fashion. Yeah, that's true. It makes you think. That's true. All right, well. All right, shall we sign off? Yeah. Thanks for potting with us. Uh, see you next week, and by next week, I mean soon. Soon. <laughs> All right. Bye.